0: second and the 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 second and the
1: second and the 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 Hey guys, great to be with you again for another podcast. Uh, we are absolutely hoping these are helping you. We, we hope that you're listening to them. We hope that you're sharing them with your teammates. But really important topic today. And um, what we're going to talk today is is about leadership. And not that I have all the answers, not that I'm, a, I'm the best leader in the world. I, I'll, I'll really say that I think one of the most important qualities with leadership is to be humble and leadership is not a title right some people think well if i if i get to rvp that makes me a leader well not necessarily uh i've seen district leaders that are better leaders than than rvps um, but we want to go over a few keys today and and as you grow your primerica business um to really take it to the next level you've got to be a great leader. Uh, it's one thing to be self-employed and it's completely different to go build a business where you have a lot of people following you. And the next level is not just people following you, but are you developing other leaders? I think that's Mm. the next level. So what, you know, at this point in my career, I'm looking to develop other leaders that can continue to kind of really not only carry the, the torch, but have their efforts compound out as they lead others. But the first thing that I always think about with leadership is, is really being a servant.
0: What do you mean by that?
1: Well, especially in Primerica is, is what you are really is you're just looking for ways to help people. I don't, look, I don't try to micromanage people. I don't really try to tell them what to do. At the end of the day, they're independent contractors. I, I try to give them autonomy. I try to treat them like a business owner. Hey, how can I help? Um, and a lot of times that's just encouraging people. It's pushing right. them up. It's believing in people before they believe in themselves. And and very few times that we get the opportunity to really coach people. I think you coach people when they're doing well, they're putting numbers on the board, uh, they're getting results. Um, that's a time you can coach people. And what I mean by coach is, is critique them positively, positively constructively critique them on things that they could tweak so you're fine-tuning their game fine-tuning their game but but picture a situation where someone's not on many appointments they're very frustrated uh they're they're not making money they don't respond well to coaching so that's an important part of leadership you know just being a servant knowing when to coach knowing when to encourage Mm. and really supporting people how can i help now the, the flip side is you don't want to do so much that people become dependent. Right. We want to create independence, but you want to provide a, a, a really good support system for people. And I think the second thing I think about with leadership is to really set an example. Uh, to me, leaders is not what you tell them to do. It's what you show them, right? So they're going to do what you do. It's a monkey see monkey do business. Right. And And that's
0: one of the things that we lead with a lot of time is that this business is easy to learn because it's like a copy and paste, like learn the best qualities of things and take them over. So if someone's teaching poorly, that person's going to take the poor. Yeah. And
1: and, and one of the best things about Primerica is you can't hide. (laughs) Somebody can go on Primerica online and say, wait, wait a minute, my RVP is telling me to do this, but I look at their numbers and they're not personally doing it. Uh, who am I following? So, so Maxwell, and one of the best authors to read about, by the way, if you want to study leadership, is John Maxwell. But he talks about the law of the lid. Ooh, what's okay, what's that? So, so you can be a lid for your team, meaning that you know there's not enough value gap. So um, what can you teach them? So if, if you have a C on your team that recruits an A... Okay, mm-hmm. not to try to put labels, but to just someone more talented and someone more ready to win. Right. Um, if you don't step in and treat that person like a direct, you could lose them because mm-hmm. that person's gonna be like, I, I, am not learning anything from this person. Uh, they're not helping me. Um. So that, so that's a really important thing. Is, is you, you can be the lid for your team, in, in either a good way or, or, or a bad way. So as, as you get better, as you self-improve, as you become a better leader, that really, to me, gives the opportunity to blaze the trail faster for the people behind you. That, that's really what I think about is, is, can I pay the price and put the simple systems in place and provide a great example and, and show people how it can be done and hopefully they not only learn it, but they do it a lot faster than me, okay? So showing people what to do is way more important than telling people what what to do. And and a lot of leadership um, is just learning that you've got to work on your business, not just in your business, okay? Okay. So leadership is thinking, okay, how's my environment? How's the environment in the office? Is it positive? Are people uplifting? Right. Or are people negative? Are they complaining? That's something to keep an eye on. Leadership is tracking attendance you know you have so many people that say well i don't want to go to this i don't want to go to that and they're mm-hmm. just thinking about what am i going to get out of it not thinking about it's not about me it's about my team and if i don't go they're not my the team's going to see the team going either go, right? right so and and it's it's primerica is never about you it, it's about your team so you have to to set the example and show up when you don't feel like it <laughs> Because if you don't show up, you can't really expect your teammates to show up. I mean, we're talking about in the leaders meeting on Monday, someone asked me the question, you know, should I encourage their partners to come? I said, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because what happens is if, 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 if the partner doesn't show up to any meetings, you know, you have one person learning, one person seeing the big picture. One person understanding where they're going. You have another person. Let's say the person's brand new, so they're getting licensed. They're not making much money yet, and they're at home. They're like, well, this my spouse is away all the time. I'm not seeing results. No results. And one person's growing. One's not growing. One person's seeing the pic- picture. One's not. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing how people think, but if your partner doesn't show up to the meeting, then you're not going to have a lot of couples show up because they look and they don't see that example. Well, yeah. well, well, my RVP's partner you know, doesn't show up. That's why Samantha and I go out of our way to make sure we're both there at meetings, even when it's inconvenient with babysitters mm-hmm. and everything else, because we re- realize if we're both there, then it, we expect people to really grow their business together. Just another example of leadership. I recently read a book called H3 Leadership. I forget the author uh, offhand.
0: I'll look it up while you talk.
1: But it, it was amazing and, and the H3 stands for humility, which is um I, you know, one of the most important things with with leadership is being humble, but but being hungry, and then the the last H is hustle. And the book resonated with me so much, and I think in order to get to the next level, you you always have to sit back and say, well, what do I need to work on? How can I get better? Uh, can I, can I get good feedback and make adjustments mm-hmm. we've well, we recently made adjustments to our Tuesday night because, you know, it was, it was not working as well and we, we've got to fix it. Mm-hmm. Uh, another part of leadership is having vision. Um, scripture talks about without vision, the people perish. And I really believe that, but what happens in prime is if your vision isn't big enough for other people to fit into, uh, they're not going to buy in where, where you're going. So it's not about where you are; it's about where you're going. If we have a new couple that's in, let's just say Pittsburgh or Philly or wherever, well, they have to to talk about the fact that they're opening up an office soon. It might not mm-hmm. be there yet, but that you know that person a new person can buy into where they're going. It's not really about where you are right now. So if you feel like you know what, I'm brand new and and maybe I'm not getting off to a uh, Uh, a fast start why would people want to follow me or or i'm nervous about recruiting because i don't even know what i'm doing yet well that's the beauty of the support system that we're just talking about there's other leaders that can help you i know that that's
0: something that is huge for me right now as i as i still am learning but trying to put a team together is just leveraging the leaders in front of me who are willing to help and you you know
1: like help me help me learn and also help my team along the way to grow. Sure. Um, we, we we briefly talked about attendance, right? Mm -hmm. So that's something you've got to track. Okay. So is attendance growing? Is it stagnant? Is it going the wrong way? Um, your leadership a lot of it is how many people do you have showing up? Mm -hmm. Do you have, you know, the older people showing up, do you have the newer people showing up Are the new people bringing new people? Um, that's such an important thing for you to measure. Big events. How many people do you have coming to big events? You're going to feel like a travel agent. You're going to feel like, <laughs> man, I'm sick of talking to people about coming to the meeting, coming to the meeting. But it's so important if you're going to grow your business that people get to these meetings. Um, I think the other thing that leadership is is just you know, treating everybody well and and, and letting people know that we have a place for them no matter what. Like I don't care if someone's um uh you know, a super they could be a superstar, they could just be kicking butt right away. We yeah. have recent examples of that. It could be someone that really hasn't done du- du- you know, hasn't done much of anything for several years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, very, very part timers. We we might have people that are part time but are actively looking to go to full time. Maybe we have people that probably went full time too quickly, but they're trying to figure it out. So I think the key thing is if you're listening to this, do not compare yourself to other people because everybody has a different journey and we want everybody to feel special. We want everybody to feel important. Now, does that mean that um, we're not going to recognize the people that are killing it? No, I mean obviously we're going to give credit where it's yeah. due, but but we want everybody to feel special because we don't know when they might make that decision to go to work.
0: You now, when let's uh, back up just a little bit, um, because there are instances where someone is just kind of a natural, like a natural leader. They just they just know what to do. They exude that confidence. What would you say to someone who's maybe at a senior rep or a district level who is trying to feel out? Like, how to be a leader? Like, what is what is the very first thing that you would tell them well, they need to work I think, work think the on? biggest
1: thing is you got to go recruit people. You got to – okay. Re- okay. So, so, it's amazing how people figure out leadership when they've got people that are counting on them. So, you
0: think maybe just running the gauntlet is the yeah, best way to absolutely.
1: do it? Absolutely. You got to learn – Learn from doing it. I think what recruiting does is it forces you to be a better leader. Ah. Not only do I need to, to get my act together, but now I've got people that are relying on me and looking to me for leadership and guidance. I better I better take this thing seriously. I, you mm. know? And then there's another side to that. So, so one uh, leadership quality that people need to, to probably work more on is they get a few good people And rather than continue to find new people, they start to micromanage the the small team that they have. And that ends up being a tremendous negative. You think
0: that gets too pushy uh, then?
1: Oh, it's it's unbelievable because then they've got one or two players. And those players really become needy. And they ask that person for so much help. And then that new person knows that the leader doesn't really have a lot of people and, and, and uh-huh. they're the team. So they might be, you know, so, so what your team really needs to see. So that doesn't mean that you don't invest time in people. Mm-hmm. But two things is you you, you, you treat everybody well. Um, you recognize success, even if it's, if, if it's full-time kicking butt or if it's very, very part-time, you recognize success. You make everybody feel special but you really determine who sh- who should I invest my time with. And, and mm-hmm. it's the top 20% that are going to get you 80% of the results. So we make everybody feel important, but that doesn't mean you spend equal time with people. So that's, okay. that's one aspect of, of figuring this thing out. The second thing that I would say that echoes back to what we were talking about earlier is um, you, um, you know, again, you could have a district... Uh, You could have a division, you could have a regional, and they're starting to build their team. It's so critically important for them to always put the majority of time focusing on finding new people. Okay. So I just see it all the time is people will spend so much time trying to motivate people that aren't motivated. They're trying to steer a parked car. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but what your team needs to see is you working with new players. That'll actually motivate them more than anything. Sometimes
0: kind of like a, uh, create a little bit of, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Competition within Competition, the team. Yeah. Jealousy. I, like, whatever
1: you want to call it. Why isn't he calling me as much? Why <laughs> is he? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and this other idea. So we talked. So we talked a little bit about uh, having a place for everybody, and that's important. We w- we always want to work on that. Having a great environment where again people feel welcome, um, they're complimented. I mean, when you know you've had jobs in the past, did you ever feel like you got truly complimented where you worked in the past?
0: Uh, any compliment was usually followed by a reason to feel not that complimented <laughs> that's okay. pretty much the way it would always go so
1: so maybe when you screwed up right right um it, so it,
0: everywhere it's
1: always more about what you did wrong than what you did right yeah so we want to have it we just want to have work on a great environment uh uh you're you know a training that not only teaches people some practical things that they can use a lot but what's going to inspire them because we talked about it earlier sometimes again it's, it's, it's someone's thinking that gets them into problems. So yeah. So how can we inspire people to make a decision to go to work? Because it's never a talent thing. It's never are they not good enough. They're good enough. Mm-hmm. Now, they might not believe they're good enough yet, and, and but, but they haven't made a decision to go to work. I've never seen a situation ever in my career where someone made a real decision in their gut to get it done and then put an action plan with massive activity and and, and becoming obsessed with their calendar and they do that for six months and, and their business just explodes every single time. Uh, but some people don't make the decision or, or they don't take it seriously enough. Now again, I realize not everybody wants to be an RVP. Mm-hmm. I realize not everybody wants to build a huge hierarchy and that's okay. But no matter what level that you're at, if you want to get to another level, then it just it's the it's decision. And then what's the corresponding price that I have to pay right. to get to another level? OK, uh, the next thing, Art Williams talked about this all the time, but this is leadership. It's pushing up people. And that could be, you know, a text message. Hey, uh, it was great seeing you tonight. I'm really proud of your month so far. Okay, That could be a phone call. That could be an email. That could be recognizing people in front of the group. That's a big Mm -hmm. thing. That's pushing up people. Uh, I'm making it a big deal that they're having success in front of their peers. And just making, you know, Art Williams used to to talk about that people have this big sign on their chest that says, Make me feel special. (laughs) Um, But that's a lot of leadership in, in Primerica is... You know, pushing up people, and 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 sometimes it's throwing um, what what you believe that they're going to do out there, and then if you say it enough, and they know that you believe and you have convicted, then then they want to make sure that your prediction comes true. I've seen it throughout my career. Where I predicted uh, one of my teammates would do something uh, from stage, and they went and did it. Mm. Um, but I, I believe that they can do it, but I think there's the, 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 that, you know, they wanted to back it up and they say, well, Ben believes in me a lot Then, then I better go make it happen. It's like, they
0: don't want to let you down in a way like you, they, they want to do it for themselves, but now there's also an element that they don't want to let you down. Right.
1: But I, but I more or less didn't want to do it to put pressure on them. It's just no. because I believe that they can do it. And, and really, sometimes throwing it out there is going to help them. You know, at the end of the day, if they go get it done, I'm, I'm helping them. Um, so
0: say, say it enough that they start to believe it for themselves finally.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think part of being a good leader, too, that we haven't talked about yet, is learning to build good relationships with people. Um, you know, and, and I think once you do that, then you can have the ability to to really coach them a little bit more because they know you enough, they understand your character, they know that you have their best interests at hand, and you can point out some things. Hey, Zach, I've been noticing this. You really should probably tweak this. Mm -hmm. Because of this, it's going to help you a lot. Okay? Mm Mm-hmm. But if I've got a really good relationship with you, and you know that I'm looking out for your best interests, I want to help you, I want to support you, I want to help you become successful. We've talked about your goals a lot, which is an important part of leadership. Is what does this person in my organization want to accomplish? What makes them tick? What are their goals? What are they looking to do? Mm-hmm. And then I always go, I try to go back to that when I'm having a conversation with people. This person told me that their goal is they want to retire their spouse. Mm-hmm. So what does that look like? I mean, how much money do you need to make? What, you know, what, what type of production do you need to have? And, and I'll go back to that and say, listen, you know, these are some things I'm noticing that you need to work on and it's not going to be easy, but if you want to retire your wife, right, as you told me, um, this is what needs to happen. Bring up that
0: emotional like pain point. Sure, like but but if I, I
1: have that relationship with people, right? Yeah. Um, and again, you just have to assess where people are at. I know obviously there's so many aspects of the business sometimes that can be frustrating. But sometimes uh, it, it's just you know if you, by the way if you're frustrated it just means you're working. I mean everybody's frustrated. Mm-hmm. I'm frustrated. Uh, I'm more frustrated right now than I was when I first started because I know, number one, how good uh, our organization can be if if we have more people collectively make a decision. Uh, I know that we're not playing at the level that we're going to play at. Um, I, I really believe in our potential right now a ton. Uh, I I don't think we have enough examples of people winning. I'd like to see a lot more examples of mm-hmm. people winning. I think that's that's a part of leadership is, hey, how many examples of success are throughout the organization? Or then I, then it becomes a snowball rolling downhill because there's just there's examples at every level. You know, there's new people kicking butt. There's there's people that have been here for a while kicking butt. You know, there's there's RVP promotions, there's SVP yeah. promotions, there's NSD promotions, there's, there's watches, there's rings, there's, you see all the signs of success, and, and we're close, um, but we're at a critical point where some of this is leadership, and sometimes that just basically means that, hey, I've got to be unselfish, I've got to think about what's in the best interest of the group. Um, sometimes I've got to do things that I don't feel like doing. That's part (laughs) of leadership. I mean, I can't tell you how many times from just from a leadership standpoint, you know, it's not probably my personality. (laughs) Um, you know, I'm an introvert and, 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 and I just have the mindset that I'm just going to win no matter what. And if people aren't doing what they need to do, oh, well, I'm going to do what I need to do. And you're kind of a perfect example of someone in leadership who Pushes through the things that they don't really want to do yeah, to get things yeah. done. But 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 I understand that again, it's not about me. It's what's going to help the team the most. Yeah. And again, I'm obviously far from perfect. And and the more you study leadership, the more you realize you don't know, and the more you just got to humble yourself and and, and look in the mirror and get better.
0: Now, as far as um as a leader what is what is the point where where you distinguish between uh helping someone and, and wanting and trying to help make someone better and and maybe coming off pushy like do you know do you know how to balance that like what is your balance for something yeah, like yeah, that yeah
1: good question i i think i'm probably on the uh opposite extreme of that yeah i mean cuz i used to have a sales job and i was um always micromanaged so when I went into business with myself, I'm like, I'm never going to do that to anybody else. And <laughs> I've never done that to anybody else, honest, honestly. And if you're listening to this and you feel like I've, I've done that to you, I apologize. Uh, I certainly didn't try to do it. Uh, I think some people would probably appreciate if I if I held them more accountable. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I don't feel like that's something that I could push on somebody. Someone needs to come to me and say, hey, Ben. Right. No, I'm okay if you call me and say, "Hey, what are you doing? What do you have lined up?" You know, shake me a little bit, wake <laughs> me up. Uh, you know, whatever the case may be. But um, you know that that's not always something that that that's comfortable for me. Yeah. Um, and you know, at, at the end of the day, you know, people have to want it, and and they 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 need to have a uh, a big goal, and they and they need to have something that they care about. They've got to want it bad enough. Um, or, or maybe, uh, again, they're, they're just very part-time and they want to make uh, some good part-time money and, and, you know, there's other things about Primerica that they like, the financial education, the, the rewarding aspect of making a difference. So part mm-hmm. of leadership is just right. Re- you know, you've got to work with a lot of different types of people, <laughs> a lot of different types of personalities, part of leadership in Primerica is now we hear this I feel like this buzzword all the time especially in politics but this word tolerance yeah right and but in primary it's it's so important because you have so many different types of people that you you, you have to be tolerant you know there's different right. types of people different types of goals as i said we want to make we want to have a place for everybody in our office um
0: so I guess you could say that in in and this really makes sense in doing the business as well, but you have to learn how to read people and start to really break them down and understand their personalities and what they're going to accept and what they're not going to accept. Yes. Kind of
1: and, and one of the biggest things that I had to learn, um, and if you get nothing out of this podcast, uh, I would really encourage you to think about this, but but most people are probably not going to think the way that you think. Right. Okay? <laughs> right. Right and and for me um my background in sales and stuff you know it took me a while to realize wow just so many people just i i I looked at i look at things a a certain way and we have this naive uh, view that everyone's going to view things the same way way Mm -hmm. that we do and that's just not the case so sometimes as a leader we need to sit back and say well when I did this 14 years ago, <laughs> how did I see it then? You know, part of uh, communication is empathizing where people are at. You know, yeah, absolutely. What, what was it like for me to fail a test here? What was it like for me to get a bunch of nose? What was it like for me to scratch and claw for every single appointment? Um, what was it like for me to build a client base? And go back. Remember that it's not easy, okay? But it's always worth it. And and I think sometimes it's, again, it's it's believing in people, and knowing that they can do it if they make a decision to do it. But but that's building them up. That's 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 you know giving them positive reinforcements. Sometimes people have so much negativity in their life that you just have to really kind of root that all yeah, out. yeah i mean it's think about what they deal with at, at work maybe they've dealt with stuff in their childhood so so again just to summarize some of the last couple of minutes is you just got to really kind of understand there's a lot of different personalities many of which are different than you people think differently than you um and 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 what you don't want to do is you don't want to get the recruiting going but then but then not lead people anywhere. Right? right. An IBA means nothing. Can we get them licensed? Can we get them independent? And, and probably most importantly, can we help develop them into a leader where you've got self duplicating teams of people? And that's when the business gets really fun. Yeah, that's, that's basically
0: when your business takes off and you start getting that passive income, right? Is You, you, you when, can't, when you, you can't
1: stop it at that point. Yeah. I mean, I, I joked around, a. Tuesday morning at the boot camp that, hey, I, I can't wait to the day that I forget where my office oh, yeah. is. I can't wait um, to meet RVPs for the first time at convention. <laughs> I can't wait uh, to maybe meet RVPs for the first time at MIT. Um, because, you again, you've got this hierarchy full of great leaders that are compounding their efforts, uh, but you've got to do it first. Right? You can't get to that point uh, until you show the way you blaze the trail. Um, talked about recognition a little bit earlier, but just want to emphasize that. I think it's very important. Um, that's another thing. Uh, I could care less about recognition. I really could mm-hmm. but but Samantha reminds me all the time that ninety eight percent of people are probably the opposite, and they need um to be um they, they like to be recognized you know so what can we do to recognize them for achievements uh to you know make them feel special and again sometimes it's a trophy sometimes it's a book sometimes it's a recognizing them on a conference call um, maybe it's a phone call uh, maybe it's a card Whatever the case may be, is what you recognize grows.
0: Yeah, and honestly, I can speak from experience that the first time that I came to a training night, uh, that was the fir- that was what I left with that night was, wow, everyone here is really positive. They really, they really, you know, uh, they celebrate all the the things that everyone is doing. Like this is this is weird. I want to be part of it. <laughs> like yeah, That's how yeah. I felt. I was like, this is really weird. It's to almost be... awkward in the beginning. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But but at the same time, I was like, oh, it's so strange. I don't know how to deal with this because I'm not used to it, but I want to be part of it.
1: Right. Yeah. I think another part of leadership as you guys begin to recruit and build is is to not get cynical. So w- when you have people that join and they quit or they don't do anything or they tell you everything that they're going to do and they don't follow through, mm-hmm. We can't approach the next person that they're going to do the same thing. That, that, is the, that is so important in Primerica is to keep believing in people, keep treating them like they're going to be an RVP and not letting the people maybe r- that right before them complain, right. they're negative, they're, 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 they're weaning it out, whatever. That you don't view the next person that way,
0: right? And there's there is kind of a weird balance just from talking to you and and other leaders. Like there's got to be this weird balance of, uh, having the mindset of just on to the next if if someone does you out, but at the same time, still giving everyone an equal shot sure. and paying attention. Yeah, absolutely,
1: it's- absolutely. Uh, I think the other thing that happens as you as you grow your business and you get bigger you'll also find that you'll have more and more people that maybe complain about you or don't like you. Mm. and You get that a
0: lot, Ben? You get get, that a lot? uh, (laughs) I don't
1: say get a lot, but I get it. And it's not, I don't take it personally. And here's why. Is when people don't win or don't make a decision to go win, they're so quick to blame other stuff. Oh, yeah. Their RVP. It's the office fault. It's the environment's fault. Uh, we don't have this. We don't have that. Instead it's of, a
0: scam. Yeah. Don't forget that <laughs> one.
1: <laughs> Instead of looking in the mirror and taking personal responsibility or just saying, you know what? I don't agree with the way my RVP does things. I'm just going to go to RVP right, and do it the way I want to do it. That's That's the right thinking. And it's like, I don't um, like this leadership, so I'm just going to be a leader and take it right take my own path and the grass always looks greener on the other side but it's amazing you know i have people from other offices call me and ask for advice and 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 complain about their rvp and i I just stop them i said listen i'm not saying she's perfect or he's perfect Mm -hmm. but again until you realize that there's issues everywhere but but you've got to take personal responsibility. I think that's very important. But the bigger that you get, I think the more people problems, and right. complaints, and stuff that you're going to deal with, and that's all part of it. As Biggie once said, "More money, more problems." <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it's true though. So uh, as we wrap up t- today, uh, and leadership is such an important topic because you, you you know you you want a business that works without you. And you want to support people and you want to be a servant and be able to put them in a better uh, situation. You want to set a great example. Um, and, and then and we'll end with that just to emphasize that uh, again is, is to be humble and just look to set that example. If you do nothing else, if you're setting the example of what people should do, that's what they need to see. It's not mm-hmm. what you tell them. Um, it's, it's what you show them. Um, so if, if you're telling them to do things that you've done and you're telling them to do things that you're doing now and really providing that great example, you know, that's our jobs. Can we provide a great example, um, a great environment, Mm -hmm. have the attitude of a servant? My job is not to make or manage. My job is to just be a support system for people. I think you'll see in your organization that more people will step up to the plate and really go after that vision that you're talking about because they believe in, in w- what you're all about. Um, and I think part of leadership also, uh, and I said I would end with that last topic, but this is probably just as important, <laughs> is is be authentic. You know, I don't, I just think that people can, can sense fakeness a mile away and, and, mm. and, and that's what that I try to 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 be authentic. You know what you see is what you get. I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to be direct. I'm going to be candid. I got a lot of people that came up to me in Hawaii and said, you know, are you all, always that honest and blunt and candid? I'm like <laughs> I I try to be because again, if if you don't know what you're working with or dealing with or or if someone's all, not authentic, then then what do you really have? So um do you I, think
0: do you think it's important to a, to a a certain extent to copy the leaders that came before you that set good examples, but then to make it your own, you know, like bring you into it sure. and make it Sure. Uh, yeah, you?
1: absolutely. I think all of Primerica, is we're, so we're in a copycat business. We were taught to not do that in schools, but it's good in Primarica. When you listen to other leaders, <clears throat> copy what you like, throw out what you don't like. And then what I find is once you use it, so there's one, you know, I, I we talk about this all the time, but it's not about what you hear mm-hmm. or see or listen to. It's about all those things and then implementing it. Right? right. You've got to implement things. So once you pick out different things that, okay, that's a great leadership quality, mm-hmm. you need to implement it right away. Because once you implement it and do it over and over again, it, it definitely becomes your own. And that's the key. So, so, guys, I hope this helps, and um, you can be a better leader. Uh, you can build a great business, but, but you've got to make that decision and, and make those daily choices, um, and, and your business will grow. hope this helps.